And good evening, everyone. This is Ham Talk Live, episode number two. Don Wilbanks, AE5DW, recorded live on Thursday, February 25th, 2016. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. And thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight on the show, my friend Don Wilbanks, AE5DW, will join us. And uh, Don will be talking about some of his work in media, especially ham radio media. And during the last part of the show, we will, as always, be taking your calls live. So sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's episode of Ham Talk Live. Last week on the big show, uh, Dr. Scott Wright, K0MD, was here. And uh, I want to thank him for being here and all those who listened. If you missed that show or any future show, you can listen to the replay on HamTalkLive.com. And uh, that's also on Spreaker, TuneIn, iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. And uh, I think I could have gone another three or four hours with Scott. I had a lot more that I'd hoped to talk about. So we'll be uh, asking him back in the future for sure. One of the nice things about doing your own show is that you get to choose what happens for the most part. So one thing you'll notice is a little variety. And uh, there are those warm, fuzzy, remember when shows like last week and uh, shows where we will dig deeper into one particular topic. Some will be informative, some will be lighthearted, some will be serious. And then one or two will be like tonight. Tonight we're having fun. The best guy I can think of to have some fun with on the show is our next guest. You know him from Amateur Radio Newsline, the Newsline Young Ham of the Year Award, uh, some stuff like Gigaparts TV, and a little show they call Ham Nation. He's formerly one half of the famed commercial radio duo Blair and the Fat Man, and his name's not Blair, ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, children <laughs> of all ages. Please welcome to the show the Harry's man himself from Picayune, <laughs> Mississippi, Mr. Don Wilbanks. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Please, uh, please throw money, hold your applause, and uh, let loose of the cash. And, had uh, had to get the uh, basketball announcer voice going there. It's Mr. Right. Don Wilbanks. All yeah, right. There we go. Yeah. Hey, great to have you on here, Don. Been looking forward to this. I, I, I just, in coming up with the show for tonight, I I just couldn't wait to do it because we got some kind of crazy stuff to do. But we're going well, to start off, off with a, you a serious off well, stuff. You, you started off well with, with Scott Wright. I got to say, oh, I mean, yeah. for a for a premiere show to have to have have Dr. Scott Wright on there and then went right in the dumper with me. So, you know, you're batting 500, Neil. You're well, batting- you know, we'll kind of we'll kind of split the difference there and we'll, right. we'll, we'll figure it out. But run an average. Yeah, Scott, uh, Scott and I go way back. And, and then it was just it was just great to, to be able to do that. So He's a good guy. Yeah, he is. Well, let's let's talk about some of your stuff because you have been one busy man, especially this week, man. You you did a ham club talk and you did uh, about got run over by water spouts and, and, yeah. and ham nation and and the two thousandth edition of Newsline coming out tomorrow. Yeah, was uh, was supposed to be on. Um... Uh, the QSO show with Ted Randall on WTWW Tuesday night, but we sat for an hour trying to get uh, freaking Skype to work. So 
We'll uh, put that off until next Tuesday. So, yeah, it's yeah, been a... Yeah, I saw, I saw you were supposed to do that. I, I yeah. meant to mention that, too. Technical uh, difficulties. Yeah, they happen. They happen. I'm sure I'll, I'll get my share of them eventually. So, um, you, you've been a busy guy. You've, you've been doing all this the Ham Nation stuff and the Newsline stuff. And even from Huntsville, you did some Gigaparts TV. And, mm-hmm. and so, tell us just a little bit about... Uh, about some of the stuff you've been doing and, and and what you're doing at work. Well, this at work, um, what I do at work is I am I'm I'm what you call production director, which basically means I I write radio commercials, I produce radio commercials, both myself and I record clients or other voice um, talent who will come in. I coordinate with um, sales. In, uh, in helping to create new commercials and new advertising um, uh, ideas. And so essentially uh, what I do is I, um, I, I, I move mountains, I perform the impossible, and I herd cats. That is essentially Excellent. what I do. I, uh, I, got off the, I got off the air a long time ago. You mentioned the old Blair and the Fat Man days. That was uh, doing uh, an oldies morning show in New Orleans, um, and we were fairly popular. Uh, but I got it. I got into broadcasting in 1978, right out of high school. When I was 10, I told my parents I was going to be the voice on the radio, and I've been lucky enough to have done that pretty much continuously uh, since then. So uh, I've transitioned off the air uh, a number of years ago, and uh, I'm now sitting in the in the production chair. And it's a, it's a it's an entirely different creative muscle, Neil, as you know, uh, being a a broadcaster yourself or former broadcaster. Uh, and I'm sure it's it's lengthened my my career. Uh, considerably, but uh, I really, I really enjoy the uh, uh, enjoy the the production director aspect and doing commercials. And it's been very busy at work as well because my assistant is on vacation, so I'm handling all eight radio stations by myself. <laughs> so, wow! Yeah, yeah. That, this must be uh, this must be some week. It is all all that stuff going on. Now, um, I, I understand that uh, that uh, iHeartMedia, the the company you work for. Uh, clear channel um yeah recently bought wwv in boulder colorado and yeah they're and constantly so, they're constantly horse trading radio stations so, yeah yeah, yeah they're is... making they're making some changes and, and mm-hmm. before the show you were telling me about some um repeater ids that you did for a friend yeah up and, in, the, uh, in knoxville yeah we used to do some some of those kind of off the wall repeater ids and some people liked them and some people didn't but that that was (laughs) one of the things that i found out about repeaters and and it's kind of like with this show too that if you do it and you you can you can do it yourself and then you can do whatever you want to do and then if everybody follows along you know great so so give us a couple of those 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 repeater ids that that, oh on on uh, on yeah on on, yeah kevin duplantis w4kev he has, well, his sense of humor is sicker than mine, which is is saying something. Um, one of them was because um, Kevin is bald, so, um, in you know, in my in my best Gary Owens Don Pardo voice, with more coverage than the repeater trustee's hair. This is the W4KEV repeater. You're listening to the W4KEV repeater, but why? My wife asked me what's on TV. I told her dust. And that's how the fight started. You're listening to the W4K. I mean, you know, that kind of stuff. Just oh, yeah. Smart Alex stuff. Well, well we've got this clip here that, that is is what we think would happen 
uh, or what happened with WWV mm. uh, if, if Clear Channel took over. So, yeah, so here the we commercializ- go. The commercialization of time. Exactly, exactly. WWV, all the time, all the time. Same time, same station, every time. WWV. One, two, three, four. Every second counts at WWV. For a good time, call 555-4-WWV. WWV, for the time of your life. We'll be back with the time on WWV in just a minute. But first, here's another minute. All right. Well, okay. No, they didn't really take over WWV. But this recording, which, by the way, thanks to Doug Grant, KD1TJ, uh, for letting me use that, uh, is actually former WWV voice John Doyle. That's the real deal. Yeah. That's been around forever. Yeah, I, I just I just ran into it the other day, and it's but, funny. Oh, that, oh, that was great. Yeah, that's, all that's, the time. All, all the time. time. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, talk to us about Newsline. Now, you just literally minutes ago uh, finished up uh, episode number two thousand of Amateur Radio Newsline, and I remember running Newsline off of satellite dishes and recording it on VHS tape and then dubbing it over to cassette and then playing it on the repeater. And and wow, times have have changed, but uh, Newsline is still there. So so tell us about Newsline and and talk about how uh, Bill uh, Pasternak at OEA6ITF got you into that and, and what Bill has meant and and uh, where things are, are headed now with uh, with Karen and, and everything happening with Newsline. Yeah, Newsline marches on. You know, Bill passed away. It's it's, it's almost been a year now. Um, in a couple of months, it will be a year. It was May or June, I believe, when he passed away. So, um, And, you know, just like when someone who's really, really close to you, like if a parent dies or a favorite uncle or something that you're really, really close to uh, – doesn't matter how long it's been since they passed away. It's like every day you think of something to ask them and you think, oh, I got to call whoever it is. And of course you can't because the phone doesn't reach that far. But, um, so there's always something I need to ask him about how he did things and how things should be done and what he thinks of this. But, uh, yeah, Newsline is pretty amazing. Like I said, uh, episode number 2000, um, and it actually went for 37 years uninterrupted. Never missed a week until um, last year when, uh, or year before last, I guess it was when when Bill got sick, like on a on a Wednesday night, and could not finish writing the script. He went into the hospital, and so we did not have Newsline that week, and it was off for a couple of weeks. And then he got to where he brought his laptop into the hospital with him and was able to write scripts. And we went back into production, and then he got ill again, and and uh, and then of course when he passed away. And we took about a month off, I think, something like that, um, just to regroup. But uh, we're back now, um, and Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT in uh, in New York, has taken over the writing because that's that. I mean, that's the hardest part. It's it's easy to sit here in front of a microphone and 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 read words off of off of a script. It's the writing of the script that's the whole heart and soul of it. 
Um, I'm just a guy yakking into a yacker. Yeah, um, we're, we're the guys that, you know, well, I can read out loud, and yeah. I've got this really deep voice thing going. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what we do. And it's... <laughs> And it sounds really good in my headphones. I don't care if you like it, but man, yeah, I'm digging exactly. this. <laughs> so, but, but so, and she jumped right in and it was, it was, um, it's very funny. She, she basically, we, we put up on the Facebook page, um, that we were looking for, for help. And she's one of the ones who went to Skeeter Nash cause I was, I was taking night classes during the time. And there was about, for about two or three months that I wasn't even on Newsline. And that was right around the time that Bill was sick, unfortunately. So Skeeter took over N 5 ash And I, I remember vividly, it was a Sunday night. My phone rang. I'm sitting in here in the radio room. I was just on 40 meters earlier, in fact, checking into something. Um, but I'm sitting in here and the phone rings and I see it's, you know, it's Topeka, Kansas. So I pick up the phone at Skeeter. He goes, hey, I've got Bill on the phone. I'm like, Bill who? He goes, Pasternak. <laughs> really? So the three of us are sitting there talking and Bill's voice was so frail. And none of the usual joking. It was that we were all, we were talking about Newsline, and I could tell um, just from the the way the conversation was going that that we were talking about the continuation. We were talking about life after Bill. Um, and Skeeter said, "Well, we've got someone who I think is is going to be able to to write the copy for us every week, and her name is Karen, and she's a new ham, and she lives in New York, and." He's rattling off her resume, essentially. She wrote for New York Newsday. She did some broadcasting as well, I do believe. And, and all I can hear Bill saying in the background is, hire her, hire her, hire her, hire her, hire her. And so we did. And it is, it's, a, it's amazing, the, the life that, that I, 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 so, I so look forward to anchoring Newsline and, and, and reading her stories because um, her sense of humor, which is considerable, just leaps right off the page or the screen, depending on whether or not you've killed a tree and printed it. Um, but it's just, I love, I love reading her words. She has been a, an absolute godsend. And, and uh, so it's, it's kind of the, the three of us, I guess, uh, me, Skeeter, and Karen kind of spearheading everything. Um, I tend to get a lot of the attention, and I think that's only because my face is on ham nation every week and i'm probably the most visible part of the team for amateur radio newsline but believe me it ain't me uh and it's not just skeeter and it's not just karen it's everybody and it's it's you now as well neil as we've we've uh we've we've conned you into i mean we've we've brought you into the fold uh, <laughs> and by the way we're going to double your pay next year from from nothing to to twice excellent. nothing excellent yeah, see, got excellent. that looking forward got that looking forward to you um but um it's you know it's it's an entire team and and it, it would it, it could not exist without the teamwork and that was something that Bill uh, that was that was his his talent um, he didn't have the best voice uh, he had a, a particular New York accent uh, and a, a bit of a speech impediment um, and could be very verbose so you didn't hear a whole lot of Bill reading but his his talent was in putting people together and. Like I said, we just put the wraps or getting a uh, report number 2000 will actually be posted tomorrow sometime. And I've got about a 13 minute segment at the end of it talking about the beginnings of Newsline and some of the history of Newsline and how it began and how it was put together back in Los Angeles in the early days. And uh, we've got some audio of Roy Neal from 1999 uh, anchoring 
uh, a newscast. Of course, Roy Neal, the the voice of the space program on on NBC back for Apollo 11 and Apollo 13 and Skylab and and all that other stuff. And the man who basically put ham radio in space, spearheaded the uh, the Ares program for uh, for ham radio in space. And it's just it's an amazing history of how it began uh, from very, very humble beginnings to something that has lasted 40 years and um, is something that I, I, don't think I'm, I don't think I'm being facetious when I say that it's, it's something that, that um, a lot of other ham radio newscasts or bulletin programs are kind of, are kind of based on or judged against. It's... Um, it's 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 an amazing thing, and and to have been involved um, with this from almost day one of me me becoming a ham back in 1995 uh, is just an absolute honor, and uh, I miss Bill every day. Absolutely, and I've noticed it. It seems like I don't know if you've noticed this, but in just my short time um, working and kind of taking a look at the script uh, before. Uh, before it airs, uh, we refer to this. Like, we re, we refer to this as your indentured servitude. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> it, it seems like Karen's writing style has some hints of Bill in it. Yeah, and you know she never met Bill and has never never spoken with Bill, and and she's she's really she, she's she's not happy about that. Um, she would have loved to have gotten to know him and he her because they're kindred spirits. They're both from 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 New York. Um, but yeah, she has, she has gone back and, and I mean, she went back and looked at a, at a and listened to a bunch of, of previous news lines and yeah, she, I, she kind of channels Mr. Pasternak, but she has her own style. She's very verbose and, and she just has these little twists that she does. And, and I, I just love it. She's, she's amazing. I hope yeah. we have her forever. Yeah, she, she does a, an excellent job and, uh, I look forward to, uh, Doing my part, uh, my little part in the in the scheme of things, and uh, yeah. getting things uh, back up on some of the repeaters around here too. We was digging around earlier. I'm not going to play it, but found a, uh, an ID clip from 1998. What it would do was I, every week I, I you know was recording the the thing to to put it on the repeater, and so mm-hmm. whenever our repeater came up for the ID cycle and and you know you you know you're on the years wide area repeater network listening to newsline you know i'd save that and right. so we would always play those during the id break so that way you know it was you know well you know you're listening to new newsline on this repeater and mm-hmm. then now it's time you know to identify your station and so we'd cover up the the tones with you know one of you guys saying this is Newsline, heard on bulletin stations around the world, including the W9EAR repeater serving Indiana, Illinois, and Kentucky. And and we always look forward to that, that, you know, yeah. we would we would hear our repeater on there. And, and so that was, uh, that was a lot of fun. And we're going to try to try to get that back. Um, and speaking I, of the I tones. I found it on Echolink. Speaking of the tones, the mystery of why those tones are there will be revealed You'll have to listen to the very end of Newsline Report number 2000. Um, Robert Sudock, WB6FDF, who, who first met Bill, was one of, uh, Bill was one of Bob's first contacts as a new handback in 1973. 
and Westlink, which was the predecessor of, of news, what Newsline morphed from, started in 1976. So Robert was there from literally day zero, from before day one. And and he was very instrumental in, in helping. I mean, he was one of the voice early voices of Newsline and, and uh, helped put it all together. But he explains why there are tones, and it's not what you think. So it's uh, pretty that funny. sounds like a good thing. We Good reveal thing. some we'll secrets. Yeah, we reveal some secrets. Some Let's Easter see. eggs. Yes, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to tune in and find those. So, newsline number two thousand posting tomorrow. So be sure to check that out. Mm-hmm. And it's time right now to pay a few bills. Uh, but we'll be back with more from Don Wilbanks AE five DW right after this word from one of our sponsors, the Ham Station, right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by The Ham Station. For 35 years, The Ham Station has brought new and used radios, antennas, accessories, and equipment to the amateur radio community. Give Jeff or Dan a call at 1-800-729-4373 or order online at hamstation.com. Hamstation carries all the major brands like Icom, Yezu, and Kenwood. Shop from a wide selection of radio scanners, MFJ accessories, Heil Sound products, Mirage and Ameritron amplifiers, Cushcraft antennas, and more. Easy online shopping and fast shipping are waiting for you at hamstation.com or call 1-800-729-4373. The Ham Station, proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. Talk live with Neil Rap. And welcome back to Ham Talk Live. We'd like to thank Dan and Jeff and the folks at the Ham Station for sponsoring the show tonight to help bring you Ham Talk Live. Be sure to listen every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Right here on HamTalkLive.com. Also, be sure to check out our Facebook page and our Twitter feed. Just search for HamTalkLive. And during the next segment, you'll have a chance to call in and talk to Don. The best way to do that is with Skype. Give us an audio call on Skype at HamTalkLive. Or if Skype isn't your thing, you can call us via telephone at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-638. Four two six one. Also, want to uh, take a second here to announce our uh, logo contest. We're going to um, give you guys a chance to design the logo for our show, and uh, so you create an original logo and send it to us. If yours is selected, we will use the logo and interview on the show. So send your fourteen hundred by fourteen hundred pixel submission to logo at hamtalklive.com. Again, that's logo at hamtalklive.com between now and March 7th. And uh, we'll be announcing the winner on the March 10th show. Don Wilbanks, AE5DW, is our guest this evening. And the other big thing that you're involved with is is Ham Nation. And and tell us a little bit about how uh, Ham Nation got started, how you got into that, and... um, all the fun you have on there. Well, I found out about Ham Nation. A friend of mine actually uh, told me. He's a, a ham in Oklahoma who I went to high school with. And he said, yeah, there's this new 
internet TV show called Ham Nation that's that's going to start off. He's a he's a big uh, Leo Laporte twit fanatic, and so I have to check that out. So I started watching it around episode I don't know two or three, and I got hooked on it because I mean uh, Gordon West is a friend, and Bob Heil is a friend, and and uh, you know it's it's, uh, it's it was cool to to watch my friends on internet TV, and it is a really good show. And then um, Bill Pasternak told me he said. Um, this this would have been around oh I don't know um, week number ten or twelve maybe he said um, you know uh, Bob asked me to um, ask us to to do something a news thing uh, a news segment for Ham Nation and uh, and, and so we're going to do that and um, that's going to be coming up like next week and I'm like oh that's cool and uh, so I watched it and and um, there was no news segment. And so I watched the following week, and there was no news segment. And I watched the following week, and there was no news segment. So I talked to Bill, and I said, I thought we were going to be on Ham Nation. He said, well, yeah, we are, but um, Robert Sudock, WB6FDF, he's, uh, he's all set up to do the video thing, and, but he's, he's fallen ill. And I said, well, I mean, I don't know how long he's going to be sick, but if you want me to try it, I mean, you know, I'll – I've got Skype. I'll jump on there and and do it. I don't know how good it'll be, but I'll, you know, okay, great. So that's how the Ham Nation news segment started. I was the first one to do it, uh, filling in for Sudoc. And there was no video production. It was me reading a script, just my talking head on the camera. And, uh, you know, it's even even professionals have a hard time getting through a five-minute news script all at once. Um, especially with, you know, I mean, I'd never done TV before and the, the added pressure of being on camera and everything else, but so it, it worked out okay. And then, and then Bob came back, um, he got better. And so Bob took it over and I was just amazed at his video production. It was really, really good. And I loved watching it. Plus he's got this, this deep resonant voice. I mean, he's a, been a broadcaster since the sixties out in California. So, well, he, uh, he fell ill again, Bob, uh, uh, Bob, uh, has had cancer, but his main thing is his back. And in fact, right now he's still in a rehab facility for his back. Um, but anyway, he had to step down. So I stepped back into it and I've been doing it ever since. And it's been several years now. I mean, you know, however long pretty much ham nation has been on. So, but that's how, um, that's how I got started with ham nation and doing the, the video uh, news segment. And, um, like I told, uh, like I told Sudok, um, which you'll hear, uh, in the uh, in the in in the newsline thing, I'm I'm just keeping his chair warm. I mean, I'm I'm you know he's he's the guy, he's he's the man. But uh, so that's that's uh, that's how that happened. So that's that's how newsline got to be on on Ham Nation. So and then and they it, gave uh, you the pressure of being the spokesperson. Well, I kind of you know I kind of adopted that um, because it's what I do, and so I, I asked Bob. Um, I said, you know, I'd, I. I mean, if you guys aren't comfortable reading commercials, hell, I do that for a living. I mean, I'm perfectly. And he's like, yeah, go ahead. So that's kind of how I kind of I kind of I kind of jumped into that. Not because I necessarily wanted to. do it. I just thought that, you know, I mean, it's, it's what I do. It's sure. I'm probably the most logical person there to do it. So, oh, absolutely. And and all the ad lib and all the craziness yeah. it, it, it adds yeah. a lot to the show and so well, thank uh, you I really really enjoy i get that. i get uh, i get a lot of emails uh, from about ham nation and most of them are literally 
Hey, I tried the Harry's razor out. I got another one today, as a matter of fact. Guy even sent me a picture. <laughs> so that's awesome. So yeah, it's uh, it, you know, it's it's, it's pretty cool, and uh, and yeah, the the Harry stuff is good. So there's a there's well, a there's an unpaid plug for Harry's here. Yeah, on. well, well, we've got another one here coming up in a minute that you don't know okay. about, but uh, oh, good, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what's what's probably your favorite thing to do on on Ham Nation? I you know I I really enjoy I enjoy the news I really do I enjoy the news and I enjoy I I enjoy when Tamitha Scove um, is part of of my news segment I kind of discovered her um, there was a story about big sunspots and I had been actually paying a little bit of attention to her and I saw one of her videos and I'm like my God this is great so I I, I emailed her and I said hey I'd like to I'd like to use some of your video uh, in this and audio in Newsline and in this, in this, in this uh, Ham Nation video thing. And I explained to her, you know, what it was. And she emailed me right back and said, oh, yes, please. And I know about ham radio because the guy that does my website is a ham. He lives in Norman, Oklahoma. I'm like, well, I'm from Oklahoma. So, oh, really? So anyway, so that's, yes, please. Anything you need, just let me know and feel free to use anything. And so I said, well, great. What I may, may start doing is, is using these videos or at least part of them in the news segment every week. And it became wildly popular and then the next thing you know, she's invited by uh, Tim Duffy and uh, DX Engineering and the Yasme Group to attend Dayton to present her her um, uh, to to present a talk on solar uh, weather at the uh, Dayton Antenna Forum last year. And if you've not seen that on YouTube, you definitely need to go and look for it um, because it's absolutely amazing. She is she is one of the smartest people. I know, and just just as sweet as as uh, just as, as sweet as she can be, and brilliant, and has uh, has a lot of fun with this. And uh, her plans are to become a ham, but she has a she has a young child and a and a a, a very very heavy workload. Uh, so it's it's all coming. But that's that's probably my the the coolest thing is is just doing the news segment and being able to. Uh, introduce Tamitha Scove uh, to the ham radio community because they have just, they have fallen in love with her. Yeah. She came by the instructors forum at Dayton too. And I, I was able to meet her out in the lobby for a few minutes and, and she was uh, in new Orleans. Yeah. She was in new Orleans last, last month. Actually, she came down uh, for a meteorological uh, symposium. They invited her to come down and talk about solar weather. So uh, I got to have lunch with her, her husband and her, uh, and her little uh, eight year old daughter. Uh, and just, uh, just awesome. It, uh, as it, as it turned out, the New Orleans Convention Center is like a mile from, from my work. So we, uh, we kind of walked and met in the middle at the, at a, a really nice little restaurant there in the, in the central business district and just, just had the best visit. Yeah. She's a sweetheart. Yeah. She's going to, she had, I talked to her about talking to uh, some of the kids at school about some of the, uh, the solar weather and, uh, and they're excited about it. So hopefully we'll, Good. we'll make that happen at some point. Good. But my favorite my favorite thing to do in in ham radio period has nothing to do with operating. It's as a volunteer examiner. I love 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 being part of test sessions. I love being able to sign someone's CSCE. I think that is just to me that's like one of the coolest things that that I can do because everyone probably still has their CSCE somewhere from when, you know, when they got their first ticket or whatever. And you'd look back on that and see these signatures and, 
and you know to be part of someone's uh, ham radio history either in the very beginning or when they upgrade or they finally get that extra and to have your signature on that piece of paper signifying um, that milestone or that achievement to me is just a huge honor. I love being a VE. Oh, absolutely. I've, I've done a lot of that too, and it's it's great. So um, we have this other thing planned here. So um, I think we're, we're going to do this, and, and this is something I've been looking forward to all week. So right now, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in ham radio media history, at least that I know of, we're going to play a game show. You are so star for entertainment. Since Don is so much fun when he doesn't have to be serious, and he's probably the only guest that I'll ever have that's crazy enough to do anything this silly. It's time to play the Ham Talk Live version of Would You Rather. Oh, Lord. All right, let me strap in. All right, I think I'm ready. Yeah, strap in. Strap in. And, and, and here we go. Okay, so right. so here's the, the first one. And by uh-huh. the way, uh, if you play along at home, you can do this on Twitter, or my... my my assistant, Nick, is standing by on Twitter to, to post this on Twitter so you can vote. Just look for <laughs> Ham Talk Live, and you can you can vote on some of these. So, <laughs> would you rather get an RF burn or an electrical shock? I have had both, and the RF burn lasts longer. So, I would rather have the jolt than the burn. Yeah, that that's... I, I ran this by some of the kids, and they said the same thing, so... yeah. Uh, would you rather be locked up in a room for an entire day with Bob Heil or Gordon West? Wow. See, now, that's, um, as much as I love Gordon, I think it would probably probably be Bob because some of some of the coolest moments or, or periods of time I've spent, one of them was in, in Huntsville, Alabama last year, um, went out to dinner with Bob. It was me, Bob, and Joe Eisenberg, K0NEB. And when you get Bob by himself, I mean, you can see, you know, you see Bob at Hamfest and it's cool and everything, but you're in the middle of a human pileup. When you can get Bob just by himself, school is in session. All the stories from his rock and roll days and his, and uh, talking about, um, you know, clips, his mentor, um, and just everything, just, oh, my God. Now, taking nothing nothing away from Gordon, because um, back in, uh, was it 99, 2000, something like that? One of, I think it may have been 2000, my second trip to Dayton. Um, I'm talking to Gordon, and he's like, well, I'm going to be in New Orleans, like, in a couple of months. Um, if you want, I'll um, I'll do one of my, one of my, uh, my stage shows, if you want to put that together and find a venue. I'll do it for free since I'm going to be there for business anyway. I said, sure. So I put together um, the uh, the Gordon West appearance in New Orleans. And so anyway, I got to spend some good quality time with Gordon, too. I actually drove around in my pickup truck with a cassette uh, recorder, and I interviewed him for Newsline just driving around in the truck. Gordon came to my house and met Don and Tyler. Tyler was not quite a year old. And then we took Gordon, uh, the, my, myself and, and two or three, uh, four people from the Ham Radio Club, we took Gordon out on a swamp tour where Gordon fed uh, marshmallows to alligators. So I've had I've had some cool one-on-one time with both of those guys. But I got to tell you, it's so special to to just sit alone with Heil and just listen, especially for an audio guy 
and a you know a, a rock and roll guy like myself, it's just it's it's golden. Sure. All right, we're, we're running out of time, so we're gonna have to go rapid fire here. So I know I'm long. Okay, here's the next one: hit by a live turkey dropped from a helicopter, or your <laughs> city attacked by a monster lizard. As God is my witness. Um, <laughs> exactly. WKRP. Uh, okay, uh, dropped by a turkey or my city attack. You know, I could, uh, I would probably be mesmerized by the sight of this turkey falling on me that I wouldn't be able to, to, uh, to avoid it. But, but having grown up in Oklahoma and spent uh, lots of time down here, I know how to run away from both tornadoes and hurricanes. So I think I'll take the lizard. All right. Go without internet for a week or radio waves for a week. Now, radio waves includes Wi-Fi. Uh, well, well, but Wi-Fi internet would be the same thing. So, well, yeah. Um. Oh man, do I have to? <laughs> I I uh I don't know. I'd probably just have to sleep. Okay. Uh, get cut by a Harry's razor or take the wrong person's pill pack. Oh, I've never been cut by a Harry's razor. So, uh, probably take the wrong person's pill pack because, uh, that would, um, well, you know, I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to mix, uh, it's, it's like being pulled over by the, by the policeman. And, uh, and he says, uh, sir, have you been drinking? And your friend over in the shotgun seat says, are you insane? Do you think this man is dumb enough to mix alcohol and drugs? You know, take a sledgehammer to a TS 2000 or an IC 7100. <sighs> The 2000 would be a bigger target, and uh, I had a 2000 get hit by lightning, so I've kind of done that already. So I'll say take the sledgehammer to the 2000 because uh, I never did like that radio. Oh, no. Okay, tell your wife that you <laughs> how much you really paid for your radio gear or climb your tower in a rainstorm to replace, replace the feed line. Climb the tower. Oh, wow. Work the sewage pumper truck at the Hamvention or the complaint desk? <laughs> uh, the complaint desk. No one wants to be a Rumpke Ranger. <laughs> Program all the channels in your handheld manually or take the extra class test over? As I'm looking at my Bofang, I believe I'd rather take the extra test over. Yeah, I think so. Spend an entire evening on 14313 or no. 3898. Oh, God. Um, does the radio have to be on? Yes. Um, how much can I drink? <laughs> and what, oh what, time of, what time of, what time of the day it is? Because I want to pick the one with the least, least propagation. There you go. There you go. Well, there you have it, folks. It's the ham talk live version. Would you rather? Of would you rather? And thank you, but I'd rather not. <laughs> Dodd Wilbanks. All contestants on Ham Talk Live, would you rather do not win a new car, do not win a home version of the game, and do not even win a measly box of rice aroni, the San Francisco well, treat. Wow. Be sure to tune in next time to Ham Talk Live, would you rather, assuming we're still on the air after we just did that. All right. Got to got to go. Coming up next is your chance to call in. We'll try to cram in one call here. You can Skype us at Ham Talk Live. Or give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. Ham Talk Live may be back after this word <laughs> Don't count from on Tower Electronics. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's dime store since 1978, bringing connectors, antennas, cables, and other parts to the world. 
Scott and Jill travel the country bringing their store to you at HamFest, but you can also order online at pl-259.com or by calling 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL-259 and end connectors, audio cables, mobile antennas, and hamsticks. Their silver-plated end connectors are even in use on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics is a dealer for MFJ, Comet, Daiwa, OPEC, Workman, and HamPro Technologies. Tower Electronics, online at pl-259.com, proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. CQ, CQ, CQ. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Well, welcome back to Ham Talk Live. We'd like to thank Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show tonight so we can bring you Ham Talk Live. And if you call Scott or Jill in the next 30 minutes and place an order, mention Ham Talk Live, and you'll get the same great deals as everybody else does. Be sure to listen every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here on HamTalkLive.com. All right, well, we want to try to, to get a call in here, so uh, call us on Skype at HamTalkLive or by telephone at 812-NET-HAM-1. If you have a question for Don, we will uh, try to get that in, and we're we're running short on time, as usual, this evening, so... Um, we get 45 minutes on, on Spreaker without breaking the bank. So ah. uh, we're going to have to do this quickly. So uh, if you want to call in, now's your chance. We're, we're going to have to do this pretty quick. Um, and then we'll, we'll have Nick uh, tell us the results of our poll here real quick. But, uh, yeah, the um, I don't know, the, 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 the pill pack thing, I don't know. That, that, that was scary. No, it's pretty cool. No, it's, no, it's, it's, but if you get the wrong person's pill well, pack. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The idea is great. Yeah. The idea is great, but. Great for travel, too. You know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one, one thing we haven't talked about yet is Young Ham of the Year, and uh, we, we, we do that every year, and uh, we're looking forward to doing it again. And we should be opening up the uh, nominating period probably in the next, I don't know, a few weeks or so for Young Ham of the Year. So we definitely want to get, get uh, that information in there. Okay, very good, and we will talk about that before that happens. And uh, yes. Nick says that electrical shock is running ahead, and it's pretty even split on internet versus radio, okay. and the extra and the handheld programming is is pretty pretty split evenly too. So RF we'll leave those hurt, up for though. a few days. So RF burns hurt, man. I'd much rather take the jolt than the RF burn. Those things hurt oh, for a do. long time. That they do. Well, Don, I want to thank you for coming on, and we've had a had a blast here tonight. And uh, as usual, ran out of time, but um, well, we, we hope we'll we'll get you conned into coming back here at some point. Anytime, this is fun. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm enjoying we'll this. Get back and talk about Young Ham of the Year. We've got tons to talk about with that. So we'll. Oh yeah, always something new. Tie in um, a uh, another show and take you away from production for a little while and on thursday night your newsline night and and uh and get you back here on the show so thanks again for doing that. anytime thank you neil i appreciate the invite 
All right. Well, thanks to Don Wilbanks, AE5DW, and all the callers and listeners out there in cyberspace. And uh, we invite you all back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time when my guest will be Gary Pierce, KN4AQ, the host of Ham Radio Now. Uh, And for a list of all of our upcoming guests, visit hamtalklive.com. So for now, with Don Wilbanks, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours.